Welcome to the Marriage Puzzle Podcast with Julie and Thomas Hobby. We are marriage coaches who help couples with pain points about money, intimacy, and communication go from being overwhelmed to being secure in their marriage. If this is your first time listening to us, thanks for checking out our podcast. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Let's dive into this episode. Hey, everyone. Is the quality and amount of sleep you get affecting your sex life? The answer is yes to this question. Um, And basically, the amount of sleep and the amount of quality sleep that you get is affecting your sex life by either improving it or by diminishing that. And so, uh, you know, we've been thinking about this topic because, you know, we recently just had our baby come home from the hospital. And so we've realized our sleep quality has drastically decreased. And, you know, we're trying to keep our sex life on par where it was. And so one of the things that clicked for for us was, well, these two things could be connected. So we kind of started doing some research on it and realized there is a connection. So we wanted to bring that to you too, because it's not just about if you have a new baby at home, it could be lots of other things that could be making you tired that could play into a diminished quality of sex life. Um, and so studies show that adults should be getting seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Yeah, what's quality though? <laughs> right. like, I'm like, oh, here I'm falling asleep. Uh, so I'm, we're up, yeah, through the night. Um, so I might be in bed seven hours, but um, not sleeping a solid seven hours or, right. or quality. Um, I mean, I've heard couples who watch TV at night and then just like fall asleep on the couch and maybe eventually they'll move to their bed. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I feel like that's just like a, a nap on the couch and then a nap in their bed and it's not this full quality of sleep mm-hmm. through the night. So lots of factors there of of how it could be not be quality. Yeah, I mean, you could be getting eight hours of sleep each night in you know, a three-hour stretch, a three-hour stretch, and a two-hour stretch, but because of those interruptions, it may not be good quality sleep. And, you know, that quality can be caused by a new baby at home. It can be caused by the fact that maybe you have an old crummy mattress that you're just not sleeping well on. Um, like, there could be tons of factors. Maybe you have some type of sleep disorder that you need to check with your doctor about and see how you can help get that fixed. But that could be a major problem too. Yeah, I also think consistency mm-hmm. um, helps with the quality. So, you know, there can be that pattern where you stay up too late or you had something that night and you didn't get a lot of sleep. So then you try to make up for it the next night and sleep longer. But then, you know, it's like maybe five hours of sleep here and then nine hours of sleep here. And five, like yeah. your body's like, what are you yeah. doing? Like, <laughs> and I know certain jobs, especially when we're in the, the NICU, you know, there's a night shift uh, coming in mm-hmm. and, you know, they're working two to three, sometimes like four or five stretches. Um, but especially that that was not a consistent shift and so i think of those people who don't have those consistent sleep patterns but if you can um, and you have control of that then this would be something to um really just like think about and hone in on to improve your sex life yeah and and i mean the men and women can have different you know can both be impacted by this um specifically and will will have lower sex drive if you're not getting enough sleep um plain and simple just because you're going to be too tired to have sex and you're you're <laughs> it just takes energy right you're not going to be interested and so um you know one of the things as we were doing some research 
um, for this topic was that I, I, I read that uh, there's, you know, studies show that uh, the man's body specifically releases testosterone in the early hours of the morning. That testosterone is created by the body overnight while you're sleeping. So if you're getting less sleep, you're going to have less testosterone created for you or released for you in the morning, which that testosterone is going to be uh, what helps you to have a higher sex drive. The lower levels of testosterone you have in your body as a man, the lower sex drive you're going to have. And, you know, that can lead to other sexual related problems as well. But uh, that was just an interesting fact to me that it's that it's a true uh, correlation between for sleep, uh, sleep and sex drive for specifically for men. I mean, you know, we've all heard the joke of, you know, women saying, oh, I'm too tired tonight. And, but I mean, that, that's really what it is. It's just creating lack of sleep or tiredness is going to create a lower sex drive in general for men or for women. But there's actually a physiological related um, piece of this for mm-hmm. men. Yeah, I think another effect too is like sex often happens in bed where you, you know, where you sleep. So your brain is naturally going to then be affected by that because you get in bed and you're tired. So if you're not getting enough sleep, you're going to associate your bed equals sleep and therefore you can't stay up (laughs) and and do anything else in the bed. Um, And so you're you're more likely to choose sleep over sex or maybe even had full intentions on trying to, and then you both just fall asleep and, and you know, that can keep being the pattern because you're just never getting caught up and and you're exhausted. Well, and think about the example you gave a few minutes ago about if you fall asleep on the couch, well, that's going to turn into uninterrupted sleep if you make it up to the bed later. Mm -hmm. But let's say you fall asleep on the couch just spending time together watching TV, but then you move up to the bedroom and you're both groggy now because you fell asleep on the couch. You're not likely to connect sexually then either because you're both groggy and ready to just hit the bed. Kind of like when you have jet lag from a flight and you're like, as soon as you see the bed, you're already falling asleep. And you know, once you get, I say upstairs, we have a two story house. (laughs) So once you get (laughs) to your bedroom, um, you know, you're less likely if you've fallen asleep somewhere else briefly to then engage in sex there too. So I mean, kind of going along with what you're saying about how that often happens in the bed and you're going to choose sleep over sex if you're too tired you said groggy i can also get grumpy mm-hmm. if i don't get enough sleep um which is so can i <laughs> yeah which doesn't help us you know relationally not you know yet alone physically but because who wants to have sex when you're you know irritated right. with with each other or with life or whatever yeah. you're just <laughs> who wants to have sex with an irritated person or yeah. a grumpy person it's just not attractive either yeah. way lots of fights can just turn into you know nonsense <laughs> because you didn't sleep well that night or something so lots of effects there yeah and you know on kind of on the flip side of this when you are getting enough sleep and your sex life is improving and getting better. The cool thing is, is that, you know, as we were kind of doing research on this, um, the studies show that when you have sex, your body releases hormones that are intended to uh, cause feelings of pleasure, obviously. I think we we would experience, uh, we would realize that, uh, but also relaxation, like chemicals that help, um, or hormones that help uh, increase relaxation and therefore 
when you feel more relaxed, especially because we just said oftentimes sex happens in the bed, right? So you have sex, you're in the bed already, you're feeling more relaxed, it's going to make it easier to go to sleep, and getting better quality sleep improves your sex life. But now check this, your sex life improves better quality of sleep, which improves better quality of sex life. And, and you guys get the idea, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they go hand in hand and can help one another. So bottom line, what we're trying to say is get more sleep and you'll have more sex. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The end. <laughs> um, I mean, if, if you're, the, we say that, but it's going to be sometimes hard. Like if you're only getting four hours of sleep a night consistently, Anyway, maybe you're one of those people that's just, you know, got this mindset of, I don't need much sleep to function. And maybe that's true. Maybe you don't need much sleep to function each day, to go and get your job done each day. But when it comes to that extra energy you need at home for your spouse or your kids or the rest of your family or whatever else you have to do, maybe that energy runs out after work. And so maybe you do actually need more to function in those other areas of life, those what we oftentimes could look at as our extracurriculars, which is our family, like our work often takes the priority of our energy. And so the extracurriculars would become, you know, our family on the back burner. And if we're not having enough energy for them, because we think, you know, four hours of sleep, five hours of sleep a night is enough for me because I can function. We're not taking the whole picture into account. And so if you're, if you're like that, you may have a hard time jumping from four to seven right. because you're cutting three hours out of your day. That's a lot of productivity, things that you're getting done that you'd have to cut back. Um, and so you may want to start small, figure out how you can add an extra 30 minutes in, you know, say no when your streaming platform asks one more episode and, and you know, <laughs> shut it off early. You know, I mean, there's there's plenty of things you can do. Um yeah, I think you can hold each other accountable too. Like mm -hmm. we're we're talking with a couple that, um, y you know, if if you don't have kids, not to pick on you guys, but I'm just tired and I can't stay up to watch a show. I go to bed sometimes earlier than you do, mm -hmm. or he'll watch a show, you know, as a last thing that we do in bed, and I fall asleep to it, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but I think there's that can kind of creep into our marriage if that's like your relaxation and mm -hmm. and you know you talked about streaming so you're binge watching something but um with talking to this couple it's like okay that's great on some nights if mm -hmm. you say hey these are the nights we're gonna do that and this is how we're gonna relax together and then what night or nights are we not gonna watch a show or turn it off at this time to then go to bed and hopefully that leads to sex but right. that's just kind of where you can keep each other accountable um, to an earlier bedtime right. if, if you're trying to prioritize sleep as mm -hmm. well. Um, or what, you know, vice versa in the mornings. Because that's the season we're in with the baby of like, who's going to take this shift and who's taking the kids to school and, mm -hmm. and this and that. But um, just talking about it is very practical life thing that mm -hmm. everybody needs sleep. Um, so speaking up about it and then holding each other accountable to uh to turn off what, whatever you're doing to go to bed together to connect or um, just be off for the night. Yeah, totally. You're, you know, what you're saying about that bedtime, you can, you can hold each other accountable for the purpose. What we're talking about here is hold each other accountable for the purpose of getting better sleep. But if initially you have to 
entice yourself to get better sleep, kind of like we said a minute ago, by holding each other accountable to an earlier bedtime, and I'm using bedtime in quotations here because maybe that's your sex time that you go up for bed uh, to do that first to then start associating bed with a good thing rather than as a bad thing, and it helps you fall asleep. And so then it's just starting that cycle backwards, right? A minute ago, we said sleep makes a better sex life, which makes a better sleep uh, sleep life. Maybe it's the other way around. Sex start, start with the sex to increase, you know, better sleep and then have better sex later. And another practical tip is to try to shut down screen usage early um, and engage in conversation instead. Mm-hmm. And so we've been talking about streaming or a TV show or a movie, but that's also, you know, our phone mm-hmm. scrolling. Um, I've been guilty of this that when we do get into bed to sleep, you know, I'm like, well, my phone's right here. I'll just go on social media or whatever, and that will help me fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I experimented with this actually um, for the past few months. I've tried to, once I, get into my room and put my phone down, just fall asleep on my own. And it's mm-hmm. hard. I, I think I'm more tired now, so it's easier. But there's still that um, habit, like, you know, that oh, I, I can pick up my phone because my eyes are still open. Mm-hmm. And I choose not to, and I am getting better sleep. Um, but I did read that this week, that like 53% of people use a device within three minutes of falling asleep and then also three minutes of waking up. Mm-hmm. And I thought it'd actually be higher than that percentage. But then when I realized I'm like, that's still a lot of people. Well, and that's only within three minutes. Yeah. Like, so take it to a five minutes True. and then you're probably seeing those higher percentages. And I fall into and... that because I still am on my phone late. I don't have like a, you know, oh, at dinner time, put it in a box <laughs> type of thing. But it is... It it actually is because I did it myself. Like it's hard, but it actually has improved my sleep and just like quality of my uh, day as well in the morning if that's not my first thing um, to go to. Well, think of it just from a, that last thing. We're getting a little down a rabbit trail here, which is a good rabbit trail because think of it just from a relational perspective. You just said three minutes of falling asleep and within three minutes of waking up. So the last thing people are seeing before they go to bed is their screen. And the first thing they're seeing when they wake up is their screen. Rather than the last thing you're seeing before you go to bed is your spouse. And the first thing when you wake up is your spouse. Mm -hmm. Like flip that on its head and make sure that that is a priority for you. That your spouse is the last thing you see and the first thing you see when you wake up. And I think, you know, like you said, your quality of sleep sleep will improve and your quality of life and how you, your attitude that you wake up with in the morning, regardless of almost how much sleep you got, is probably going to be better because you're not just mindlessly scrolling and getting the ads put in front of you and all that jazz. Like, you know. Well, yeah, it got my mind going. But now instead what we do, our little role is um, usually we're getting to bed around the same time but if someone's taking longer to get ready for bed it's like the last person who gets in bed is the one that's supposed to roll over to the other person and kiss them we always kiss and say good night and i love you um and that's how we end our our night so just talking to your spouse like i said earlier keeping them accountable but talking to your spouse about what what bedtime routine what's your new bedtime (laughs) um and what does that look like uh so you can have better sleep, and then in turn, hopefully, uh, better sex with your spouse. I love it. 
Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in this week. And uh, as always, check us out on social media at Marriage Puzzle. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Um, We also do marriage coaching, like we mentioned at the top of the episode. So check out our website, marriagepuzzle.com, where you can schedule a free discovery call with actually the two of us. And we will see how we can help you out in your marriage. And as always, we look forward to having you back next week, where together we'll work on marriage one puzzle piece at a time. See you later. Bye. Thank you.